Good morning and welcome to the Sunday School lesson for Sunday, February the 14th, 2021. Showing loyalty, showing loyalty. And Missionary Baptist Church, 45 Church Street, Peter Montana Springs, Alabama, 36471-251-564-2171. The church where everybody is somebody and Christ is the head. Reverend William Oliver is our pastor, Sister Joyce Oliver is our First Lady. Sister Lisa Starvis is our clerk. We have Sunday school every Sunday, normally at 9.30 a.m., but we have been doing it on Facebook and posting it on our church website, and we thank you all for listening. We have worship services on 2nd, 4th, and 5th Sundays at 11 a.m. normally, but we now have Sunday church services uh, in the sanctuary virtually as well as uh, uh, in, our, in the parking lot virtually on the second, fourth, and fifth Sunday. This is the uh, second Sunday coming up, and um, we hope that you will be at our services today. So the virtual services will be recorded by our musician, Corey, Mr. Corey Robinson, and shared on the webpage as well as on Facebook. Um subject for today is showing loyalty. Showing loyalty. Our key verse for today, the twelve were with him and certain women which had heal of evil spirit and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, and out of whom went seven devils. The lesson aim is, as a result of experiencing this lesson, the participants should be able to do these things. Discern Mary Magdalene's motivation for, for committing her life to Jesus. Appreciate the sacrifice Mary Magdalene made in order to follow Jesus. Embrace a lifestyle, wholehearted discipleship. The key terms for today is heal, that means to be cured, kingdom, the territory subject to the rule of a king, sovereignty, royal power, ministered. This is to attend to or helping, preaching, uh, heralding, publishing, proclaiming. All right, let us begin with why this lesson matters. Being a truly committed follower is often difficult, but there are persons who reveal consistent loyalty no matter what happens. How do you know your loyalty and faithfulness? Mary Magdalene demonstrated her unwavering Now Mary Magdalene demonstrated her unwavering discipleship and loyalty to Jesus Christ through her actions. The lesson in focus. As we reflect we have likely experienced the death of at least one person who meant a great deal to you. Perhaps we were touched unforgettably by their honorable examples of important sacrifice or gestures of kindness, words of wisdom, lessons for living, or their undeniable love for us. Relationships impact us deeply, and some changes our lives forever. Some change our lives forever. Whether young or old, male or female, it is hard to let go of those whom we have loved. Mary Magdalene demonstrated her tremendous loyalty for Jesus by her devotion to his ministry and by her presence and sorrow at it in his death. 
Jesus affirmed and honored Mary's sincere affection for him by allowing her to be the first person to whom he appeared. Mary Magdalene was a very special person um, because she was the first person to whom he appeared to after the resurrection. The lesson in context. Although church traditions have marked many women of the New Testament as promiscuous, there is no basic for this claim concerning Mary Magdalene. She was from a town called Magdala in Galilee, hence the name Mary Magdalene. Magdala was a thriving center for the fishing industry and was a manufacturing center for wool and woolen dyes. Jesus cures Mary Magdalene from an unknown illness, and she devoted herself to his ministry. As one of the women who provided for Jesus, his followers from their own financial resources. Mary Magdalene was a witness to Jesus' ministry in Galilee and Judea. In addition to listening to Jesus teach and supporting the ministry financially, she may have also dealt with the other practical ministry details. Mary joined a small group of women as witnesses to the crucifixion from a distance. You can see this in Mark, the 15th chapter, and the 40th verse. Like the same group who gathered with the disciples and Jesus' family in the upper room after the ascension. See Acts, the first chapter, verses 13 and 14. Mary was present at the crucifixion. You can see that in Mark, the 15th chapter, the 40th through the 41st, 41st verse. Luke, the 23rd chapter, and the 49th verse. You can see that in Matthew, the 27th chapter, the 55th and 56th verses, John 19 and 25. She helped to prepare Jesus' body for burial. You can see that in Luke, the 23rd chapter, the 55th and 56th verse. Matthew, the 27th verse, and the 27th chapter, and the 61st verse. Jesus was one of the first to arrive at the tomb on Easter morning. You can see this in Mark, the 16th chapter, verses 1 through 11. Luke, the 24th chapter, verses 1 through 11. Matthew, the 28th chapter, verses 1 through 10. And John, the 20th chapter, verses 1 through 18. This consistent series of actions shows her tremendous loyalty and love for Jesus. While all three Gospels accounts record her presence on the day of Jesus' resurrection, each one includes different details about what exactly happened. All right. All right, excuse me. Making it a challenge to develop a tight chronology of events. All right. How do you find the word loyalty to someone? What qualifies a person and inspired you to be loyal to him or her? Insights. Even born-again believers have experienced spiritual transformation through Jesus Christ. Spiritual transformation. The encounter with Jesus strengthens, supports, and sustains our faith. Our personal salvation experiences should serve as a foundation that gives meaning and motivation to our service in our local church. The work of God in our lives may also lead us to support others in doing ministry and mission work that we have not been called to do. God has equipped some of some to pray, some to give, some to encourage, some to labor, 
behind the scenes, and some to stand on the front lines of ministry. Teamwork and division of labor allows us to carry the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout, throughout the whole world. By every measure, the crucifixion of Jesus was a bloody, brutal, horrific event. Imagine how these presents to witness his death likely cringed at his pain and anguish on the cross. Only the loyal disciples would have the strength and courage to stand with someone and witness the sight of his public execution. Despite the unspeakable agony on the cross, we were able to re rejoice in it with gratitude, knowing that the wedges of sin is death. See Romans 6 and 23. Jesus endured the agony of the Calvary for our sake. He died for our sake in our place, enduring the penalty of sin, purchasing salvation for us with his own blood. Let's look at the first uh, outline here. This is in Luke the 8th chapter, verses 1 through 3, and Mark the 15th chapter, verses 40. And it begins, And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. Jesus was about his father's business. All right. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom he went seven devils, seven devils. And Jonah, the wife of Shazur, Herod, Stuart, and Susan, and many others which ministered unto him of their substances. They ministered to Jesus. There were also women looking on afar off, among whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and less and of Joseph and Shalom. All right. Toward the end of his time of public ministry, Jesus toured Galilee, ministering to the masses as he healed, headed toward the moment of his sacrifice on the cross. Luke and Mark recorded the names of the women who followed and supported Jesus' ministry. They were not among the twelve, but they too were disciples or followers of Christ. Their attitude of devotion, generosity for Jesus was impacted, at least in part, by their personal experience in healing and deliverance through his ministry. Mary Magdalene should not be confused with Mary from Bethany, see John 12 and 1 the sister of Lazarus and Martha, as noted previously. Mary Magdalene came from the Magdala of Galilee at Jesus' command. And see Luke 8, in the chapter in the second verse. Mary experienced deliverance from demon possession, specifically some form of healing or deliverance from some conditions such as mental illness, depression, suicidal tendencies, or some uh, unidentified physical infirmity. The second Mary who was present has been identified as the mother of the disciple James, the son of Ephesus. See Mark, the third chapter and the 18th verse. Salam is uh, described as the mother of James and John, the son of Zebedee, Matthew, the 27th chapter and the 56th verse. The Gospel of Mark placed generous, devoted women at the beginning, middle, and end of Jesus' earthly ministry. Something for you to ponder. We are often tempted to give greater honors to 
front line of visible roles in ministry, explained the importance of the ministry that Mary Magdalene and other women fulfilled for Jesus. I want to say something here. In all ministries, there are folks in all elements of that ministry that support the ministry of the gospel. Say, for instance, uh, there are folks that works in the kitchen that prepare food. There are folks that works in the in the sanctuary that usher people in. There are folks that clean the church or clean the things or housing and where uh, ministers live. There's all types of ways in which uh, the support elements of, of the gospel and the people doing those things help the ministry. And women worked in all of those areas, cleaning, uh, cooking, uh, doing anything else, the same as men do in the areas of supporting of the church uh, ministry or the church. It's no different. It's still the same today. All right. Then the disciples went again unto their own home, but Mary stood without at the sepulchre and weeping. As she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre and said two angels were sitting, the one on the head and the other at the feet where she, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. That's sincere loyalty and support for Jesus Christ. Now you understand perhaps why she was the first to see Jesus after his resurrection. After the crucifixion and the male disciples returned to their own living quarters in seclusion with each other and with their families, Mary Magdalene, however, remained at the burial site, hoping for some clue or answer, possessing her intense grief over Jesus' death and the mystery of his missing body as she lingered. Many stooped and looked Mary stooped and looked one more time through her tears into the tomb. That time she saw something unexpected. Two angels that, that neither she nor the disciples had seen earlier. The sight of angels were often frightening, as in the case of Mary. You can see this in Luke, the first chapter, the 30th verse. The shepherds see Luke, the second chapter, the 10th verse, and Zechariah. Um, Luke, the first chapter 11 verse, but Mary Magdalene was already overwhelmed with emotion when she saw the angels in the tomb. The angels were aware of what Mary did not know, that the time for being fearful and sorrowful had ended. Sometimes we are forced on our despair, on our despair that we miss the miracle and answer prayers that God is working out before our very eyes. Let's go to the next line, next outline. This is John, the 20th chapter, verses 14 through 18. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Why seekest thou? She supposing him to be the gardener said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, Master. 
she recognized him after he had begun to talk to her. At first she did not recognize him. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Powerful indeed, isn't it? All right. Mary was concerned about the angels in front of her and unaware of the identity of the man standing behind her as she turned away from the tomb. She was likely relieved to see the unknown man, hoping that he would answer her question. Jesus spoke to Mary, asking whom she was seeking and why she was crying. When Jesus called Mary by name, the sound of his voice and suddenly familiar, suddenly familiar to her, she immediately recognized the voice she heard of that of her beloved Jesus. Mary Magdalene apparently reached for Jesus, but he told her not to touch him. See verse number 17. Not to touch him, because he had not yet ascended to the Father, signifying his deity. Jesus sends Mary to testify to the others, and then that then she has seen him alive. Jesus' appearance immediately transformed Mary Magdalene's sorrow to excitement and joy. Whether Mary realized it or not, being the first witness of the resurrection was a tremendous honor. When others gave up and left, Mary refused to stop seeking for Jesus. Jesus recognized her persistence with the privilege of being the one to tell the others that Jesus is alive and well. What a brief, quick lesson. What a brief, quick lesson. Showing loyalty. Showing loyalty. Who are you loyal to? What person in your life that you show loyalty to? When you have an opportunity to share your encounter with Jesus, do you go with excitement? How do you carry a word from Christ that's in your heart to others? When Jesus spoke Mary's name, she recognized him because Jesus knows his own. How does it make you feel that Jesus knows your name? I'm reminded of a song by Tasha Cobb. He knows my name. Yes, he does. Powerful lesson. Now, next week's lesson, which will be Sunday, February the 21st, 2021, is Risk Taker. The devotion reading comes out of Colossians, the 4th chapter, 7 through 15th verse. The background scripture comes out of Acts, the 18th chapter, verses 26. And Romans, the 16th chapter, the 3rd and 4th verse. 1 Corinthians 16, 19, and 2 Timothy, the 4th chapter, the 19th verse, and the printed text are Acts, the 18th chapter, verses 1 through 3, 18 through 21, 24 through 46, as well as Romans, the 16th chapter, the 3rd and 4th verse. Today is uh, Valentine's Day, a uh, day of love, 
In fact, all days are days of love. Jesus Christ, let us see another day awaken us, awaken our loved ones. But God is love. Jesus is love. Thank you all for being a part of today's Sunday School lesson. Let us pray. Lord, we pray for your commitment to remain faithful and loyal to you, even when our situation and outlooks seems hopeless. In every storm, help us remain strong, help, helpful rather than being overwhelmed with despair. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God is still in charge, still sitting on the throne. All things are made possible through Jesus Christ. All seasons comes and go, and there's a time for everything. But Jesus Christ remains the same, faithful to you and the believers in Christ. Stay strong. Let's look at uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday. Those are your home daily Bible readings. Uh, please go over these, uh, and as you begin to study them, it will brighten and open the light to uh, the lesson that is taking place, and you will understand it even clearer if you have taken the time to study these uh, lessons uh, during the week. All right. Again, happy Valentine's Day to all. Love you all. Take care, and God bless.